The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., home in your office could be in Yellowstone. 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors and Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Find out more. Oh wait, let's experience travel like you never have before and then find out more at midamericarv.com. Come. It is an audio-only episode today as the crew all together in Joplin, Missouri, Paige and Jomo for the first time ever. Uh, can't wait to hear your thoughts and impressions on... I think on. she said she's just she's ready to move here. This morning we talked about how much my house cost and she's ready to buy four of them. Oh, she, uh, yeah. On the way home from Kansas City, Wednesday night, went to the Royals game and Paige was looking at like real estate and she's like, this is how much it costs to live here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, where are the other expenses? We were. Are uh, none. This is it. Yeah, we were saying like what the lowest cost of a house here was, and the lowest cost where I live in California. The lowest cost like a house here, you could probably find one for like five thousand dollars. It's I not know, gonna be good. I know people you, buy houses for under twenty and flip them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they have good bones. Like, thousand, they're cute. By the way, they're cute. under twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah, they're cute homes here. Right, for mm-hmm. sure. But I, I don't think I'll be moving here anytime soon. The and humidity I, ruined my hair, so yeah. that, that was enough for me to be like, nope. I That's drove why. her from my house to our office, which you can like skirt town, you know, that mm-hmm. way. And I was like, oh damn, I should have taken you through Joplin instead of around. So wait, on the way home tonight, She'll Paige, get we'll get the we'll get the range line cruising. I love that you like the humidity was one thing you noticed because I love when college football season comes around and like, oof, these players aren't ready to go to Florida. Like what Florida's not right. the only place that has humidity, yeah. right? Like pump the brakes on that one. I like, remember pretty talking, much everywhere outside of the West Coast has humidity. Yes. Talking to Eric Winston once when he was with the Kansas City Chiefs, he'd played uh, he was from West Texas, went to the University of Miami and then played for the Houston Texans, Jeez. then ended up with the Chiefs. And somebody on Twitter was like, oh, you don't understand humidity. And he was like, I lived in Kansas City for two years. He uh, lived in Miami. The, yeah, the humidity mm-hmm. in Missouri is legit. Like, it's yeah. it's up there. Yeah. So, It'd it's crazy. It'd be really nice here if it weren't for the humidity. That'd be amazing, saying. right? Yeah. 
Or yeah. if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. It'll change. Right. I did see. I saw Storm Chasers today. I didn't want to warn Paige, but I did see them. Oh, now I've I, warned her. So I hope you get to experience your first tornado siren. It's that I time. I <laughs> don't. I actually one time was in St. Louis for a dance competition. And I remember it happening at the hotel, and like we didn't know what it was. I was like, "What the heck is this?" Because well, as Midwestern we dads, we go outside and we watch. We the watch. Clock. We stand on my back porch <laughs> and watch. Yeah, no, I would be in your basement and right? locked down, right? And like in the bathtub. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> the safest place to be. So I know that much. You got that. You got that part figured out. Uh, we do have some exciting news. I, I know we've been teasing for a while. Like, oh, we have news. We have news. We can finally share some of said news. We're waiting for some other details on other things. But one thing we want to get on your guys' calendar, September 12th, Kansas City, Missouri, the return of Tailgate Tour. The Cleveland Browns travel to Arrowhead. The Browns have a great fan base. They travel exceptionally well. So we thought, let's just post up two great fan bases. So Kansas City, Missouri, it is a 3.25 p.m. kickoff. That means we will be tailgating all day our good friends from mid-america rv the game day trailer will be there that means 370 inch tv so you can come watch the noon games three of them now 370 inch tvs you can come watch the noon games and then go watch chiefs browns we'll be tailgating with the lot j crew if you've tailgated with us in the past you know mellow and i post up with these guys a couple times a year so we'll have more details as we understand timelines but if you're wanting to Now that we can all safely, thank you, CDC and people who created vaccines, we can all safely get back together again, and we are jumping at every opportunity. So Paige's first Chiefs game coming very soon. Paige's first Chiefs tailgate coming very soon. Look, we tailgated a little at the Royals game yesterday, and your lovely friends were hanging out with us, and they were telling some stories of Chiefs tailgates. (laughs) Tailgates, of past tailgates. Of past tailgates, and I am— Oh, you heard stories. Yeah, I heard some stories. I mean, some some I knew, but not specific details of. With my sprained thumb, I can only hook them with one hand. Yeah, so So, um, I'm excited to to get out here and see what it's like. Um, I haven't tailgated at an NFL game in a really, really long time, probably since I was a kid, which sounds weird. I don't want to be that so guy. So I didn't drink. But. There are, I feel like, a couple places <laughs> oh, where you're, don't like, do it. Great, don't do it. But you've never tailgated in Kansas City. Don't do it. You've never. It's like, usually you, top five, Maybe though. you've tailgated for, like, in a Oakland. Cardinals game or a Raider. Okay, well, never mind. Did you get have you a, ever been to Oakland? I have. Okay, well. I think I got a staff infection. <laughs> <laughs> right? I definitely joined Rude. a gang. You definitely so, joined a gang. <laughs> right? Well, but tailgating in Kansas City is different. I was just saying, unless you've been to, like, Buffalo, Green Bay. I don't know no. what the tailgating scene's like in Oakland. It's wild. Well, because you tailgating for like A's games is big, like day games. That's a huge deal, um, and also for Raider games as well. But I haven't tailgated like for a NFL game as an adult, just because I've worked in college football so much that like Sunday is my day off where I just like chill. Well, the great thing is that it's not an early game. It's a three thirty kickoff. Early game, you're early the last being there at seven a.m. I like that shine though. Or snow. I love that though. Oh no, it it's, just makes for a long day. It, it does. Would, yeah, because the game is over at three o'clock, and you're like. I'm drunk still. Yeah. And it's only three o'clock. Train rolling. Right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. This would usually end up in Waldo at some hole in the wall bar trying yeah. to watch the three o'clock games. I mean, I even I haven't tailgated for a college football game since I saw you guys, and we didn't even really tailgate that much mm-hmm. at Stanford because, like, I I've I've worked in yeah. in college football for that's the last six actually years, so. why Mello and I at an Iowa game decided that we were just going to start tailgating and cover college football that way. Yeah. So exactly, we're changing fun. it up. More fun, trying to be innovative. Uh, Speaking of changing it up, the Atlanta Falcons reportedly want to trade Julio Jones. I know a lot was made about their 
preseason like graphics that came out. Julio wasn't on any of them, and obviously that's a huge red flag. But there will be some obvious contenders here. The New England Patriots probably have to top the list of anyone who would be trying to get Julio Jones. They're out of conference. They have picks. They need a wide receiver. The San Francisco 49ers have been linked to Julio basically ever since Kyle Shanahan got to San Francisco. But uh, I'm very interested interested excuse me to hear what you guys think now they did draft Kyle Pitts so it's like okay well we kind of got our big guy we got our replacement but it seems like everything they've done this offseason points to loading up to be good not rebuilding and trading Julio would point to a rebuild that's why it's so weird for me like even with the Kyle Pitts thing it's like okay they clearly think Matt Ryan still has some good games left in him and I, I think he probably does too but when they drafted Kyle Pitts, I thought, okay, they're loading up for a Super Bowl run. Yeah. And now they might trade a guy like Julio Jones. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, if you're going to trade Julio, why not take your quarterback Back in of the, the future? Draft. That's what I was immediately, my thought was, okay, if we were in a rebuild, then why didn't you go quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially because we talked about how, like, this this year's, this next year's quarterback class isn't terrible, but it's not what this was. Right. In, and I just thought it was very strange. And I do think, too, like, Atlanta fans are going to be super pissed about this, regardless. Mm-hmm. Just he's because only thirty-two so, years old. Yeah, it, but what's the market like on him? Because he, it, I mean, he's not—he's not old, he's, but he's, he's not. Yeah, and he's never been great in the red zone, right? Uh, so, and a t- lot of people will say that like he's not great in the red zone because he sees so much attention from defenses. Yeah. But facts are facts. Which, which he hasn't be been great in the red zone. Ravens, Niners, Patriots, Colts, Chargers, Titans in the market, uh, according to the Athletic. Man, if I'm the Ravens. I'm I'm winning this well, battle. I'm giving up whatever I have to. They drafted Rashad Bateman, mm-hmm. which I know is a draft pick. And signed Sammy Watkins. Woo! <laughs> yeah, who cares about that? Can you trade Marquise Brown as part of it? God, yeah, I would. I'd so try like to flip some of the Falcons, receivers. What do you want? It's more than a first-round pick. Well, the big mm-hmm. part is taking on his salary, right? Because yeah. he has a huge contract. So it is going to offload them and give them options as well. But they yeah. have to do it soon, right? Hello, to your point. If I'm the Titans, yeah, probably so, Paige. If I'm the Titans, I'm like, offer you can't refuse. What is yeah. it going to take? Tell us, we'll do it. Yeah. And they've missed on so many first round picks anyway that it's like, yeah, you, you know, know maybe we'll give up some of these. Let things. me ask you this, Matt. Would you want them? Want him on the 49ers? Would you be? Yeah, I don't know how he fits necessarily, though. Yeah. Right. I mean, like this, it's a pretty deep group. I, I'm a huge fan of Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. They're really good players, and they're yeah. young players. You don't want to stagnate their growth. Mm-hmm. And then you have George Kittle. Obviously, they throw to the running backs a lot. I just uh, you can find a way to fit Julio Jones yeah. in your offense, right? If not, your offense is the problem. I just don't quite know where he would fit. fit. I also think they don't have enough. I don't think they have a lot to offer. Well, they have no first round picks. Yeah, they have ever nothing again, to offer. So. But. <laughs> Can't, and that's why like, the, the Rams weren't mentioned fine. here for a reason. <laughs> like they right. don't. They don't you know, have I would, any picks to get. I would think teams like, I don't know, does Julio have a no-trade clause? Um, I don't think that's that was a real popular thing. I don't think I think we're does. seeing it more now with like quarterbacks like throwing a no-trade clause. Like a team like the Jets or the Colts who have a lot of cap space mm-hmm. and have some picks that they could potentially move. I, with the Colts, it gets kind of weird because their first-round pick is contingent on how much their quarterback plays. So they can't really trade their future like, first. And the Jets just signed Corey Davis, so maybe they're not a great candidate for it. But some of these teams that have a lot of cap space, they should probably take a look at it. What's the Browns crazy have is, a lot of cap space. I don't think they need him, though. The, the crazy thing <laughs> is he's only a $23 million hit this year. Now, the dead cap is actually crazy, so never mind. That changes and things. I, I think I saw that's pretty much the reason why they want to trade him. Mm-hmm. Like they have to clear up some cap space. I believe they're one of the only teams that like, they don't have enough room to sign 
their rookies, like all their deals yet. So they have to clear out some cap space, and it's either Julio yes. or it's Grady Jarrett. They so trade him now and mark it as a post-June 1 trade, and it's only $7 million on a 2021 dead cap hit. So kind of smart. Sucks. But that's the Titans are in a tough cap situation as well. Team that we mentioned, they might be interested in him. Hmm. But the cap's not even real. I don't it's, believe yeah. it. So you can, it's not real. Yeah, right? It's fantasy. Yeah, right. Like the Falcons are going to trade Julio, have $7 million in dead cap and clear up cap space. Speaking of fantasy, and this is, I'm sorry, this is just where it's an exciting weekend. We have the mic'd up golf tournament. I have my 20 year high score union. My brain's going to be all over the place. We should do like an elite listener, two guys, girl fantasy league. There's three of us. We get nine people, like nine of our like diehard listeners. And we do like the winner gets to come on the show. Yeah. And some other stuff. But I would probably win it, and I'm already on the show. That would be awkward for everyone else. Maybe you get a day off. <laughs> yeah. If one of us wins, yeah. we get yeah, a day we, off. Yeah, we replace that person. No, That's what be we used to do when I was teaching. It's like, oh, if you participate in this, you get to have a little bit of free time, and the counselor or the principal will come in and take over your classroom. That's what we do for the Fantasy League. I mean... And I get to wear jeans that day. Yeah, right. You have to pay $5, <laughs> but you get to wear jeans that day. I would probably totally lose that because, one, I... You guys know this. When you, I mean, you probably do fantasy, right, still? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I I find it to be like another job because I take it so seriously and I want to be. You're pretty I'm, competitive. Person. I'm so competitive. So that's why I like stay away because I know too if I don't do well or if I'm distracted by like my day-to-day job that like it'll piss me off. So most of the time I stay away from fantasy. And then I would just end up picking my team based on like players that I like. You, you know would. what I mean? I would. I'd be like, oh, Bobby I love Harris, him. First round for yeah. Arizona and the like first round pick, your first overall pick, and she'd take Najee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally would. I'm Which not even joking. Might I not be the worst pick. Yeah, exactly. Late round one. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Uh, I do think. I think we need to do at least one fantasy league. I w- I'll try. I played I'll, a I'll lot of leagues last year to like raise money for charity, and I'm gonna be honest. Brag. I lost. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I lost my login. Like. Week eight, and I was like, yeah, oh, well. I'm really bad about that. But I can't tell you how many times league. I've done that. Yeah, and, like, it's difficult. There's one league that I do care about, and it's the league that we've been in forever with our friends from back home. Yeah. And, like, I'll never forget that password because it's important. I sort of wish that, I mean, maybe this is just, like, it is definitely a female thing, but, like, I wish when I was younger that I would have started that and, like, had a group of friends that did that or, like, mm-hmm. joined in with the guys that I knew were doing that. Mm-hmm. Um before I got like now I'm invited to a bunch of them because obviously I work in sports but like humble brag yeah <laughs> now I'm so popular I can't even that was like me the other day talking about how many group chats I had um which I have a lot by the way that's just annoying to me <laughs> <laughs> I was like I don't care um no but I I would honestly try I would make it work I think we should okay and let's do we it get we're nine done. kick-ass listeners and we do and we'll do like a pack of something for them too go maybe no. Oh, I'm sure we could do Beef like a jerky? Boulevard Prize pack. We yeah. could do a Manscaped uh, pack. We could do like a all of our sponsors pack. Mid-America RV will give away an RV. RV. Yeah. <laughs> they're listening. They're like, no, 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 we won't right. give away the RV. Schmutz is like, fuck you. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> we got to buy in if that's the case. Yeah. That's what a, we should do for our friends. Like, Buy in and winner yeah, gets an RV. Winner gets Schmutz, an RV. our sponsor, he's in that league too. Yeah. So it hey, throws down a little teardrop. Toy hauler. Man, the if I could just – if I could just, So he was telling me back to football – he was like, you know, that little trailer that you got, uh, which I love, by the way, he said, it's going to be great for those cold weather Arrowhead games. 
And he's right, Mello. We're going to turn the little heater on and we're just going to sit in there and drink beer. Because you can just lower the ramp and you just sit in there in the heat and drink and like still see everybody. It's going to be great. I love every time we see him and he reminds us that we also have a chief bus. <laughs> he's like, hey, that still fucking thing's still lot. on my lot. So if you want to take that to game Matt, for that thing. we'll tell you this off, off air because we need to get back to football. But um, Matt and I did come up with an idea for what you can use that for, by the way. Oh, yeah. We it's have a, a good it's idea. It's a good investment idea. I was going to pick up children on Sunday mornings and take them to Sunday school. <laughs> Don't let Big Country do it with his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no one's letting their kid get in a bus with that guy right now. And then we serve donuts. No I don't know on. if you saw on Twitter, he was at a, a Royals game on Wednesday night. Uh-huh. Yeah, it really went undermentioned that he was there. So <laughs> I was I haven't been on Twitter much the last like 24 hours. I posted hours. a picture of no. barbecue and it got very, very popular. By the way, I didn't realize. No, that was yeah. like the my best yeah. tweet of the week was a picture of barbecue. I love that Paige like came into Kansas City and Missouri and she was like unbiasedly looking at the barbecue and she's like, this is the best I've ever had. Yep. Like, we have to go here. And it's love great. Joe's. Yeah. It's, it's a very good spot. It is amazing. We need to get them on the sponsorship train. Okay, back to football. Oh, yep. Kind of? Maybe. I guess? Maybe? Does back to trying to make the roster. <laughs> Timothy Tebow is, has officially signed to play tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He'll wear number 85 as of now. That could change. Uh, but he has to make the roster. I feel like because I work at ESPN and Paige works at Bleacher Report, we have to talk about Tim Tebow. It's, it's actually just everybody. My has anklet to. is buzzing. Um, yeah. It is. It is the biggest story that is a non-story, right? So like my that's thing is the like Tim let's Tebow let the way, guy. Though. That's like baseball. Really like let's just let him try. Who cares? That's my take. Like who? Thank you. I why do we care? That. Let him well, try. Well, here's the thing is I think we can talk about it, but I don't think there's any reason to hate on the fact that he's trying to do it or for whatever reason the Jags think it's a good idea. And I if mean, he, we all would if we were in that same spot. Yeah, I asked like, you guys that last time. I was yeah. like, would you do it? And well, Matt said no because he's not picking up. But I meant like in right. general, like if you had the opportunity to do something like that, why if wouldn't you? If the Jaguars were like, hey, we're going to pay you a million dollars. Come have this job, yeah. whatever it is. Like it could yep. be the janitor well, in the stadium. Like, yeah. I'll do that. Wow. If they paid their janitors a million dollars, sign me up. I'll sign do me it. Up. Do you that... have to have a degree? I have one. <laughs> I have Humble one. <laughs> uh, me too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no. I, college wasn't really the best path school, for me. You know what? <laughs> Thank you. I went to BRU. <laughs> I went to SU for a little bit. Subway yeah. University. Right? What? Subway you, University. I'm, sorry, I'm, just, I'm just naturally talented. I didn't go to school. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but I do think also this is like, you guys are going to hate this. Um, this is something that like people should look at and go like, hey, maybe it would be nice if like I didn't give a fuck what people thought and I just did what I wanted to do and didn't care. Because mm-hmm. Tim Tebow literally doesn't care and he's also like a good person. So I don't know why we're yep. criticizing. He does a lot of good either. things. I, I, mean, I don't know see, him personally. But. I did see though. I saw a tweet going around. I think it was PFT commenter. He was like, uh, it was like, Tim Tebow, like, knows everything that went down with Percy Harvin, Aaron Hernandez, the Pouncey brothers, like, all these people in Florida. Urban Meyer. Hey, Tim, want a job? <laughs> yeah. like, wow. What's it going to take for you not to talk about this? Uh-huh. <laughs> right? He, he's not signing, like, a non-disclosure agreement, but he's just right. like, hey, he come, could have. I, I mean... That yeah. story, those no. stories will eventually come out, and Tebow will get paid a million dollars I mean, no one's perfect, or more. but... Yeah, probably Ooh. more. That team really wasn't. No. Janoris Jenkins was on that team. But also, do you think Riley he really? Cooper was but do you think team? he was like really around it though? Yeah, like, so I mean, the rumors. I mean, were always that he really took Aaron Hernandez under his wing to try to like smooth him out. out. You yeah. know and that they did spend a lot of time together. So I mean, I mean, you're the quarterback. You got to be around it to some degree. Yeah. And like the fact that 
like everyone loves him from the, that time. But we right. were talking about this earlier. Sometimes people have a hard time believing that people are like genuinely good people because they they aren't, and yeah. so they have they criticize people who are like overly nice. They're like that can't be real because I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. But I feel like with Tim Tebow, like he probably didn't think that they were really that bad because he doesn't have that in him to be that. You know what I mean? Well, and on the flip side, when Tebow was coming out of Florida, everybody was like, there's no way this guy's actually saving himself from marriage or like there's no way he's actually straight or there's no way he's that good of a dude. Huh? I think, I think all those things are true. Is. Yeah. I mean, he's just a little corny at times. A little corny at times. So just well are. Just play some football. Play some we right. haven't. We haven't done this on this podcast yet, but we just want to give a shout out to your guys' friend Colton for finally being able to be himself from The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, he's right. also a football player, so yeah. shout out to him. Sorry, that just made me big, think of that. Big fans of being yourself. Big fans of be yourself. Just be yourself. You know the little be? Just be yourself. It's not, not a cartoon. Like Funny. one of the ones I saw. Yeah, that, that would make sense. One do, of the ones so I, I saw. Uh, okay. Uh, this show's weird today. We are all over the place. It's fine. Matt Campbell, head coach, Iowa State. And the, the Cyclones look very good for next year, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very good. Brees Brock Hall Purdy. coming back. Yeah. Highs been 2021. Brock, is that what you were going with? Brock Purdy in his six year. He's like the, uh, my brother actually texted me this after our last episode that we talked about it. Uh, he's like the Perry Ellis of, yeah. from Kansas. He's like the Perry Ellis of college football right, right now. Then he's like, like, like damn, him, he's still like, there. Ian Book was another one. It's like, how's he how, yep, still, still here? There? Especially because he was in like so many quarterback bat- battles at Notre Dame, especially because right. they did that like back and forth. He was uh, with so many people that mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's a good point. But, but yeah, so also Matt, Cam- Matt Campbell. <laughs> Speaking Matt Campbell. of being somewhere for a long time, <laughs> the Detroit Lions reportedly offered him a six-year, eighty-five million dollar contract to be their head coach, and he said no. Six years, eighty-five million. Quick math. That's a lot of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're it would double. It would have doubled his like annual salary at Iowa State. Oh my God. But, um, side note, you have to live in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And be in charge of an NFL franchise. I mean, I guess it depends because, like, Joe Brady's thing was like he did not want to be in college football because he hated the recruiting aspect. I feel like a guy like Matt Campbell enjoys that and enjoys bringing people in. And also the fact that he's been, he's been, we were talking about this off offline, but um, off the line. Off the line. Off the line. But, like, that has to be a really great recruiting thing, that he has been in the conversation for NFL head coaching jobs for years, for the, at least the last four or five. And, yeah. like, he stayed there and made a point to be there. Like, that has to help with recruiting, and it's shown on the field. So, I mean, I, I get it when you choose, like, quality of life and where you want to be. I feel like maybe he would rather stay in college football. I don't know if it's maybe an, if it's an Iowa thing specifically. but um, Or a fit thing. Like I, he's, yeah. he could just be waiting for like a good NFL job. But I feel job. like there's been so many NFL head coaching jobs that like. Yeah, but they've been like the Jets and the Lions. Well, what's so he going to wait for? Like the Patriots? Yeah, you maybe. know what I mean? Like, like I wonder if he's like, hey, whenever, whenever that Cowboys job comes open, like if the Cowboys I mean, offered him six years, eighty-five. Yeah, maybe right. he would do it. But I do think it is really cool that he's saying like, no, I'm going to stay at Iowa State. I mean, there's been so many times where I've thought he was going to leave. And go somewhere else, like the NFL. Two or, years or ago, to a it was re- it was like everybody assumed that he was leaving. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. It, yeah, that was two years ago. It's hard to remember yeah. what year it is because 2020, 2020 didn't count. Yeah, it was a four right. year deal. It really was. 2020 was four years long. That's yeah. how I'm always going to look at it. But I do think, Mo, to your point, it's a, it's a lot like Lincoln Riley. It's you're waiting for that job, but eventually, like you might just become like you might just be a college guy. You know, we always thought Bob Stoops would leave. You know, it's like someone will offer him a job eventually. Bob Stoops will leave Oklahoma. Well, he didn't. He's retired. And he retired early. Yeah. yeah. So it, I do wonder if if we see that with Matt Campbell, with 
Pat Fitzgerald, who has been offered uh, David Shaw. You know, it seems yeah. like there's a lot of guys. Chris Peterson was always in the mix, Ryan and he Kelly. just up and retired. Yeah, Brian Kelly, I think he's probably at this point just a college guy, which I love. No I love problem it. with that. You're making yeah. great money. It's much less stressful. Yeah, I mean, you're you're on a little bit more, and you have to be more aware of other things. But mm-hmm. I also think like if you get fired and you're bad at it, you make a lot more money. Um, mm-hmm. Right, but also like you're you, gonna you, get you a TV do deal. as NFL. Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. I think the cool thing about college though is. And I, I know, like, people like Dabo Swinney have said this, or Meyer have talked about it. Like, you get to go recruit your own team. Yeah. You don't have to draft them or negotiate in free agency. You just have to negotiate in recruiting. Now, do you guys think that yeah. this sort of college guy thing changes when the players can actually make money on their name, image, and likeness? I don't know why it would change that. I think well, it would make it easier to recruit. Because you would, have to, you, would, you, would, you would have to handle, like... You would have to handle players that would that would go to their head. You'd have to. Yeah, there's you'd a have new to deal added with the egos. Yeah, there's a new added thing. Like when NFL rookies come in, like they go through this process of having that like training, and they go to like all kinds of seminars, and like they have that for a lot of leagues when you go pro. Yeah. And I think that's something that maybe like the, uh, like colleges will have to do individually, as opposed to because the NCAA is not going to do it. It's one more so staff member. It's what? Yeah, one more. Actually, yeah. if somebody wants me to do it, I will host whatever. No, but like, like, real. I'll like be close in charge. Someone's yeah, exactly. going to have to bring someone in to like basically be a liaison between well, and brands and athletes and that's gonna have There's to be Brett Veach. she's really good with money that's true that i mean that has to be something that schools are thinking about because that right. is somebody you're gonna have to bring in and it has to be team specific and school specific because it's going to be local like things i mean geez they're gonna need a whole well, entire staff for it for alabama at like texas and usc they've already set up some things i don't remember what they're called like education mm-hmm. yeah. but it's like to help players make money and also manage well yeah the money you should that be they able would to invest like and brand I, I think ambassadors. a lot of other programs will. Programs. Once the SEC does it, everybody else will. Yeah. But and I'm sure the other – I think Ohio State maybe is doing like, it as well. That can't be on the SIDs. They already have enough to do. No, definitely there's not. There's going to need to be more. That's crazy. That There's going to be a lot of business. I can already like t- have 50 staff, yep. 50 members. It's going to be like recruiting or like well, how – like, like social media departments. They'll basically mm-hmm. have to have like agents come in. Like you'll mm-hmm. basically have to be that like qualified – as an agent in terms of like I can see law. already what our drunken conversations this weekend will consist of. What? Building out these this department. This department? <laughs> I want to be a part of it. I, I've, I've decided that's right. what I want to do now. Yeah. Mama Page running the, the yeah, agent. Yeah, if dep- you mess up, we're going to figure it out and we're going to learn like that, from this. that counselor that's always on that's Last Chance, chance you. That's Paige. Like that's no, what but this actually, role is going to be. <laughs> she's the NIL counselor. Yeah. Right? I would. You guys know I would be good at that. You though. could call yourself the millionaire. The millionaire? Oh my yeah. gosh, we need to we need to trademark that now <laughs> right. before this episode the airs. I told you my brain was gonna be weird today. Uh, before we take a quick break, so that I can recalibrate here, the Broncos hired Kelly Klein as their executive director of football ops, the highest ranked woman in NFL history. She'll also serve in an assistant role to the general manager there, George Payton. Congratulations to Kelly Klein. She's been with the Vikings for a long time. Uh, highly, highly respected scout and evaluator. This is just fucking cool to see. Yeah. yeah, it is. And it's like the Broncos are always making cool moves, whether it's in the draft. Like they're just always doing things that I am in favor of. And this is another one. I, I think it's great that anytime you see equal opportunity and when you can put race or sex aside and just say, hey, we're going to hire the best person for the job. They're qualified. So, yep. Good for the Broncos. Yeah. That's the other thing is just like so many times when like women get hired, they're overqualified for this. Like she is overqualified for this role. If you look at her resume, she yeah. is fully prepared for this. Um, it's huge for NFL. I know in baseball, Kimming has been like the the shining light for all women in, in baseball, a very, very conservative and not so 
welcoming sport. Um, so exciting to see that happen in the NFL as well. No, very cool. And hopefully tip of the iceberg. Yeah, you know? I did actually want to make a shout out before we take a break because I forgot about this, but Barstool did something pretty cool, um, specifically Riggs with, um, so I think it was last week or the week before the regional for the women's golf tournament was canceled because their explanation was the course was um, playable, but not at a championship level. And so they canceled this and took the top six seeds. And so like a lot of college golfers careers were basically over and they didn't try to make it work, change it up, find a way to make it happen so that these, I mean, it's like, that's like saying, Oh, the NCAA tournament, we actually can only do a final four. So we're just going to take the top four seeds and have them play. So there was no opportunity for them to play and win and move on. And um, Barstool set up a golf tournament for them all to go to be play. Tons That's of people, cool. tons of people have um, sponsored it. A lot of pro players, um, they like made a video compilation of them, like congratulating them and telling them that they support them. So I thought that was a really cool move um, on their end and just an absolute failure again on the NCAA side for women's Shocker. sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark Emmert needs fired. The NCAA fucking up is the most predictable thing ever. He still needs fired, though. They gave, I forgot. I, we didn't talk about that on here, but oh, my God, why? <laughs> right. Also, the Pac-12 hired a new— we all trying to save our jobs at yeah, that point. Right. <laughs> the Pac-12 did hire a new commissioner, and it could go well. It could not go well. He's a media executive, so who knows? Mm-hmm. He's all, he's done like gambling stuff, though, and TV rights. I felt like that's TV something rights that the, is the biggest deal for the, the Pac-12. The Pac-12 needed, right? Like, that's the only way you're going to gonna get— that's the only way you're going to be able to recruit kids yeah. there because they feel like they're not being seen. It's mm-hmm. not because, trust me, everywhere in the Pac-12 is pretty much great besides the north. Like, it's great weather, great campuses. Mm-hmm. Recruiting is well, not that hard. Even up there, people like are they're into it. Yeah, like, exactly. with the organs of the world in Washington. Exactly. You got Nike with organs, so they, mm-hmm. they're easy. And it's but, beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So, like, that, the issue has basically been the TV deals. So, yep. hope that works out. All right, let's take a break and we'll be back. We are 100 days away from college football, and we're doing a little preview here. So we're going to give you three things that we are excited about for the college football season. So instead of just saying everything, because we're very excited about that, we'll we'll narrow it down. Three each. So Matt, why don't you go first on this one? What are you most excited about for college football season? Well, obviously, anyone who knows me or listens to this show, uh, (laughs) yes, it's tailgates. That is what I'm most excited for. Steven's on the board. Yeah. 97% 97% of people said Can we turn this segment into a family feud thing? Ooh, that'd be fun. That would be All so All right, I'm going to workshop. Yeah, 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 think about that. <laughs> I'll handle the fantasy football like you handle family feud. I like that idea. Uh, tailgates, though. I'm excited. Not only like, listen, I love cooking food over an open fire and eating it. I love cold beer in a can. And I really like seeing our friends and listeners. Like, Country I really song. do. It, <laughs> it, I'm workshop big that. and rich right right um i do i love that it's probably my favorite thing about our f- previous job and it's something i'm really hoping to bring into my new job and i do i just love getting out there and mixing it up with people and building those friendships with our community of listeners and also like seeing cool places like you know, we've tailgated in Baton Rouge and Austin and Palo Alto. When you say and we, you mean you guys. I have I, not. Uh, you were in Palo, Palo Alto. Alto. Um, yeah, I was. You know, Madison, Wisconsin. Like, we've been oh, all over the country, and I can't wait to expand that more this year. So, yeah. tailgate's number one for me. Number two, SEC rivalries, because, like, every four years we get to watch people bicker over politics. That's not enough for me. I need it every fall. I love to see the Alabama LSU, Alabama Auburn, Ole Miss Mississippi State, Florida, Georgia, I, I love it. I live for those, just love it. Like, it's amazing to me. 
Yes. Probably because I grew up in a state where we are so shitty at sports in Missouri, we never really had rivalries. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, oh, Missouri, Kansas. Well, That's not a rivalry. And also, you've <laughs> been around it enough. Like, you see how different. I know they, I hate this. The SEC slogan is like, it's it means just more. It, it means more um, in the SEC. It really does. But I also like, even the ones that aren't that big, like the Egg Bowl, like so in actually in 2020, before everything got canceled and shut down, my family was, it's like always Thanksgiving week, and my family was going to go to the Egg Bowl as like our family Thanksgiving trip. That would have been cool. I know. Right. So, Could have seen Elijah Moore. I know. Right? That would have been worth it right there. Price of yeah, admission. Exactly. So SEC rivalries. I know somebody's going to be like, Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. It is, but well, not, not anymore. Not recently. It's, it's, a, cool, not it's a cool environment. Yeah. It's a very cool Even environment. Like, like Penn State, Ohio State, those are cool environments. It's not a rivalry. Ohio State owns everybody. But okay, but they are rivalries. Because you, you, but... you forget that rivalries are, for college football, it's like more than just the product on the field. Right. Yeah. I agree with that, but it's not even a it's not a competition. It's a rivalry, but it's not a competition. It's a rival. Yeah, that's what you could say. Yeah. That's the definition of rivalry, I think is two schools that hate each other. And so for like Texas Oklahoma, I um I don't even care about that rivalry. I know people think that's so weird. Like Oklahoma do. fans do the horns down. It doesn't bother me. Oklahoma fans literally buy Texas merch. Like they buy stickers and put it down upside down in their car. You just gave Texas money. That's how dumb you guys are. And the game is played in the shittiest stadium in the world, the Cotton Bowl. You have to fight 200,000 people to get to the stadium through the state fair. It's great on TV. It's not conducive to an in-person experience. I think so, I've been twice. Yep. I'm not going back. So speaking of, my there. third thing I'm looking forward to most this year is Texas letting me down. It happens every year, and it's just I kind of set my calendar by it. If you it set will the happen. bar low, they can't let you. What down. week do you think you'll give up on them? The Oklahoma week. It's every year. It'll there will be like a fifth overtime loss, and I'll be throwing things. I think things. this year they open up against Louisiana and the Raging Cajuns. Surprise! So yeah, <laughs> Billy good. Napier yeah, is going to beat say, Texas, shush. and I'm going to be like, damn it, because there is. It's like, oh, you have Bijan Robinson and. Two good Sark. quarterbacks. Yeah. Steve Sarkeesian comes in, yeah, overshown, and like the defense, you know, returns a lot of studs. And uh, I'll just get my heart broke every year. I was in last year. I, I kept saying it. I, I really thought last year would be their year to compete in the Big Twelve, and it, to be it wasn't back. No, like it, like what is back? I know we always I, talk about that. Like exactly. Texas, I they're back a big like program Texas. and they make a lot of money. They're they're on the like cusp of being a blue blood. Like I don't right. even know if they really they're are. blue blood by income, not by right. And by like, people yeah. hating them. It'd be like being a Rockefeller. Like, you have a lot of money, and we know you're important, but we're not sure why anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, what what did you do to get this point? It was like in the 60s, I guess. Like, really, they've won three national championships. They're in Texas, so people care. That's just That's, it. It's Texas. Yeah. If you took their accomplishments, and they were the University of Texas at Austin, It'd be completely different. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's the same thing with A&M. Like, you're right, Paige. Yeah. They're, they're in Texas, so more people care about it. Like, A&M has been pretty, like, average mm -hmm. for their entire existence. And I think they're extremely overrated like, this if year. They, I if, need to just throw Right? That I out. actually do, too. Like, if they win nine games, they're like, oh, my God, look at us. We're amazing. And I know they were pretty good last year, but it's like, you usually go eight and five. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And we know you make a lot of money. And you could say the same thing about even Texas. Like, okay, cool. Like, you guys are back because you won – Five games in a row, like let's win the Big Twelve and let's talk. Yeah, be in the Big Twelve, competing for a conference championship, like for real, not like oh man, we almost made the conference championship game. The Big Twelve yeah. is the easiest conference to make the championship game. Yeah, we were talking about that with Iowa State because we were like, if you're gonna stay at a school that's not necessarily like the big powerhouse in that conference, like the Big Twelve is the place to do it. Yeah, 
And you're like, if I you said win no it, offense. No, I'm laughing at something else. Oh, if you I was win like, because I Big Twelve, you're probably going to be in the college football playoff. Yeah. There's there's something happening on my computer right now, and I can't say it yet. But if it happens, everybody's going to freaking lose their mind. So just wait. I Is know it that, a software update. Yeah. Yep. iOS. <laughs> no. <laughs> iOS 17 coming. Yeah. Out? <laughs> wow. They got a they no, got no, a no, new no. feature. You're excited about? Cool. Nalo tweeted that one of our our big radio golf tournaments this weekend, which is why Paige is here, and yes. a team lost a player. And so I retweeted your tweet, Melo, and was like, hey, anybody wants to come to job on Saturday? Someone DM'd me and was like, I didn't understand. I didn't realize your tournament was this weekend. I think I'm actually free. So if said person comes and joins this shut person's your, team. Shut your mouth. The whole city will shut down. Yeah, I was just going to say so. shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. Guys, okay, let's move on before we forget because we're going to get so distracted by this. Mello? Could you imagine if it was like, hey, I got you a third? And they're like, Shut, Okay, Who? stop. Don't, don't, <laughs> well, don't do it. Because that guy, I retweeted it. We can talk, like Zirkle would, yeah. Don't do it. He'd don't. probably kill his third and be like, no, I have not one. <laughs> wasn't my, wait, wasn't my team missing a player, I thought? Yeah. It, are they missing? Are we missing a player still? I actually, I just sent somebody a message to be like, hey, Paige still needs a third. Nope, for her nope, team. nope, nope. Dibs, dibs. Does your team really need a third? Yeah, yeah. dibs. Oh Dibs. God! Okay. Dibs. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Melo, what are you excited about for college football season? This fucking golf tournament this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. College football. College football. Go. Uh, for college football, I I big college football guy here, and I I know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, everybody in the NFL is always like, oh, the NFL product is better. Yeah. The games are closer. And one of the reasons why I love college football so much is because the games aren't close. Hey, you're going to see absolute bloodbaths where Alabama's going to roll Roll somebody by 40. And I actually like that. I like seeing Alabama jump up to a big lead early and then bringing in the other guys. I like getting a little glimpse of somebody like John Mechie or Jaleel Mm -hmm. Billingsley and being like, oh, this is the next wave for Alabama. And I like the upsets. So upsets and blowouts. I can't get enough of that stuff. I don't want to see 27-24 every Saturday where it's a close game and you really don't know who's going to win. That is actually pretty boring to me in the NFL. So, and I and I love it. I think it sets it up for when you do have a classic college football game, you remember it. And like you remember where you were when you were watching it and if you know the LSU Alabama rivalry stuff like that. So, I'm here for upsets and blowouts. I think it makes college football phenomenal and also second thing just knowing what i'm going to do on a saturday no more plans just like oh it's saturday i'm going to be watching football all day long i can't don't ask me to do anything i'm waking up early like i and when college football comes around i don't have to set an alarm no eight o'clock i'm I'm waking up at eight and i'm turning the tv on and i know what i'm doing until i I pass out i love the saturday routine like i have a very very specific routine how like, early do you have to wake up on a Saturday? Holy I, shit. I get up probably around like six-ish and turn on game day and then Atta girl. have my coffee, <laughs> have my coffee, um, enjoy that, hear the stories that they're talking about and then, and some of the interviews and then like I'll check in to see like all the stuff that I have to do for the day, check in with writers, I'll get a workout in really quick and then shower, get ready and then sit on my couch and literally, well, that was last year. I would go into the office before, but yeah. um, because we weren't in there last year, I would literally just sit on the couch for 14 hours and watch football. Exactly. By the way, Melo, I made Paige coffee this morning. Yeah, I love coffee. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? Oh, I'm just a nice guy. Even if you don't make me coffee. You don't like coffee. Oh, yeah. Last your, thing your final I'm excited thing. about is out-of-conference games. We didn't have them in 2020. Everybody went to conference only. So when you see the graphics posted, 
and you look at the schedule and you see things like Georgia Clemson. You, I I forgot how Same much I was too. excited about stuff like that. Or Miami, Alabama. Like, those teams are going to play each other week one or whatever week they deem it. Week yep. zero, week two. I don't know. Early. We're going to play early. And I'm really excited to see that. I, I missed it last year. And having it back, I think, will help us figure out who these top teams are. Uh, you know, Clemson replacing Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, they've got a good quarterback there. But also, I think Georgia's going to be a really good team. So I know the other day this was posted, and they're like, "Oh, this is our week one matchup or whatever." And people are like, "This is yeah. going to be a blowout." But I don't. I think Georgia is still going to be really good. They've got two great running backs. JT Daniels, when he started playing, played very well. Yeah, I think that they can challenge Clemson and maybe even mm-hmm. upset them. And that's another thing that is just very exciting about college football. That game's it doesn't have as many prospects as you would think, just based on hearing who it is. But it's still not I'm as very much as they have in the past. But I do think right. they probably have more. Like good college football players, like I, Georgia is sneaky loaded. They probably have four linebackers that could be drafted. They do have four yeah. linebackers that could be drafted. Well, and their Zamir White at running back is very good. I just wish George Pickens were playing. I know it's that's sucks. the one. They they still have some really good young receivers too. Jermaine Burton, I think, is his name. Was a freshman last year at Georgia. Their offensive line still going to be really good. I'm I'm. Much higher on Georgia yeah, than you, I thought I was. You just convinced yourself. I, I watched. Am. I watched the cycle go. Until morning. I'll put it up. Yeah, like, I think like, that oh, Georgia okay, will beat exactly. Clemson. I think they will. I don't. Sorry. I haven't looked at Clemson's depth chart. Clemson's Clemson's depth chart that much, but they have DJ. They it do. might be all that matters. But they lost Etn. Like Justin yeah. Ross, we'll see. They lost Powell. They lost Rogers. I think they lost some. They lost Darian linemen. Kendrick at corner. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. Re- they have some good corners. They have two very good edge rushers mm-hmm. coming back. That losing Carmen might be the biggest thing. And they're not draft prospects yet, but Miles Murphy and Brian Brees are phenomenal. They're only gonna be sophomores. Yeah. But those two are phenomenal on the defensive line. Uh, who's the line? Falski, also- James, was Salski, Who the guy who hit Justin Fields? Yeah, he's coming. Will back. he get kicked out for targeting week one? I'm gonna say yes. He's still wearing that cowboy collar. It almost, probably. almost ha- Skalski. I don't know what his freaking name. Um, I know. I can see him. But also, I think if I had to choose between, like, if it's a close game, if I had to choose between coaches who are going to make the right decisions and calls, I'm gonna go with Dabo over Kirby. I don't know. He's made questionable calls he over has, the offseason, but not as bad. Not as bad as Kirby. Yeah, he's a good coach. I don't know. I'll go out on a limb. Fuck it. I mean, I, I just like have go dogs. I just have like Alabama bias. I'm not. <laughs> you do. I have such Alabama bias. Yeah, you really like, do. Ugh. You're the biggest Alabama fan that's not an Alabama fan. Like, <laughs> this morning, I was like, Paige, just move to Alabama. Just get it over. <laughs> just yeah. move. Right? Move We're trying Paige. to explain to my daughters who are going to meet Paige for the first time. And they're like, is Paige country? Like, country does she grow up in like a country person or like a city? Is she country? And it's like, ah, well. Hmm. It's where uh, I, I like, like, no. We were talking about, like, is she country or city? I was like, well, I grew up a city girl, but, like, after a few drinks, I'm probably a country girl. So. You have more of a southern accent than I do. Yeah. that That's just my covering college football, and all I hear it is, is southern accents. So I think that is just. But, Melo, your daughter's asking if someone is country is so country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is they, country? They think because they're from Joplin and like oh, they're, they're the good. surrounding area is very country. Like anybody who lives outside of Joplin has a tractor. You have to. I think it's a rule. So for them living in Joplin, it's like, oh, we're city girls. We're cool. 
Yeah. No, You go sweetheart. to Carterville, honey. <laughs> yeah. okay. No, you're, you're country. You just haven't experienced the world yet. They just paved the road that goes to your house two years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's also true. Okay, Paige, you're yeah, up. Yeah, my turn. Um, To the surprise of no one, I am most looking forward to the field stories on game day. I was going to say, Najee Harris is gone, so. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, what, so what are we looking forward to? Um. Yeah, it's going to be weird because we were talking about this, like Tom Rinaldi has gone with Fox, so like not sure who's Well, they'll going probably to... do it for Big Noon Kickoff over there, I guess. Oh my gosh, so I'm going to have yep, all but the- we don't watch that. All the feels stories. Um, I can't wait for those because that's one of my favorite parts of college football. Even if they're not about players or whatever specifically, they've done them about fans that have been really cool, so I'm going to enjoy that. The second thing is CFB Twitter, and I say this because last year it was so divided in terms of yes. like if we should playing or if we should be playing or if we shouldn't, and I think we're gonna get back to being everything like, was so divided yeah. last year on Twitter yeah. especially, and and so I think that like this year it'll be really fun because it'll bring us back to like what makes college football Twitter great and people just arguing about whose team sucks and whose coach sucks as opposed to like arguing health things and things that are out of their you know above their pay grade. Um, and I'm excited about that because I think it'll be fun. And I think we'll get back to, like, enjoying action and doing all of those things that are, like, so niche to that sport. Um, so I'm looking forward to college football Twitter being united again. That's like the Tim McGraw. And, uh, as much as it can be. It's like the Tim McGraw and, like, the guy from Florida Georgia Line's new song. I think it's called, like, Undivided or something like that. I'm probably butchering that. I don't, I don't particularly love Florida Georgia Line, but Florida Georgia Same. Line. Um, and then – the last thing is hating the playoff format, period. Really? Yeah, because I want it to expand. Because we've seen, yeah. like, like the way the rankings go, we see the bias of the, the playoff committee. Like, I can't wait to just keep crapping on the fact that they don't watch specific well, games. Well, Cincinnati's going to be very good this year. Yes. They're probably going to go undefeated. Uh, they might play Ohio State early, actually. But they're going to be good. Yeah. And so there's going to be – or there will be a team, Coastal Carolina, that's somebody, like, oh, they be need somebody. Liberty. Right. Yeah, that, you know, is really good and should be in the conversation and should get the chance to play in the playoff, but won't because they're not. Cincinnati does not play Ohio State. They play Notre Dame, and they might beat them. They'll beat them. Yeah. Quarterback questions at Notre Dame. I think they got a transfer. Jack Cohn. Man, what are you talking about? So, yeah, I like Cincinnati in that one (laughs) as well. Mello's just picking the games this year. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) instead of, he's most excited to pick games. Yeah, he's like, let's do it. Exactly. So, yeah, for me, it's hating the playoff format and and having to sit through that, like, show of seeing it and knowing what we're – like, we can already guess what the committee's going to do. We're like, all right, we, we sit down every yep. Tuesday at 6 to watch that show, and I'm like, I know what's going to happen. Although I do – Well, even love, right now. I love having Reese Davis yeah. talk You're Right now, it. you could put a bet in for Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and I would probably say Oklahoma. You'd probably get three out of the four. Yeah. Like, one of them The bias lose. is going to be Georgia. Georgia's going to have a bad loss, and they're still going to be – in the running They're still the end gonna of the be season. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. exactly. We already can guess six. it. Yeah. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. So that will be... Or fun. Iowa State will beat Oklahoma, but Oklahoma will also have one loss. Iowa State will have one loss. And like, eh, oh, Oklahoma's going to be... When do the first... Pre- when do preseason rankings come out? I know it's a little bit from now, but I'm uh, ready for that. Yeah, I don't know. The, the first... Pl- so the top 25 comes out before the season, but then the actual college football playoff rankings that the committee does don't don't happen right. until the middle of just, the season. I mean, but yeah, we all like know the top twenty five is really what matters still. The like the preseason AP one? Yeah. Because that's your starting point. It's yeah. like in track. Like, well, you can also like find so many different ones. It is your starting like, point, which sucks yeah. too because like people don't think about that when like 
teams are trying to move up. I think – I forget last year. Somebody was – I need to look this up. Like, what the biggest jump was from, like, preseason ranking to actually, like, being in the playoff or in, like, the top six. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be A&M, right? I'd say Coastal Carolina. Well, they didn't finish very high. They finished 12th. So, yeah, it so. might be them because they probably yeah. started, like, 80. Yeah. Really? I would think so. Yeah, but I, it – I just I can't wait for it to change, which is going to possibly change sooner than we we thought. Um, mm-hmm. They're voting yeah. on it soon. Yeah. So. What's your number? What do you want to get to? Like six or eight? It's <laughs> a dangerous question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. What's your uh, body count for the college football playoff? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Zero. Um, I would have to go with eight, um, but I I think eight, but I'd be okay with twelve. I think anything over twelve would be stupid. I'm six, yeah. but I tell my friends eight. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think either way, six or eight is cool. Like if you want to give two God. teams a bye and have I six, like that's cool. Because it opens up the opportunity for those teams that play in, like, mm-hmm. like for example, like if you play Alabama and they're in your conference and in your division, like you realistically on the schedule are going to have two losses probably. Yeah. And so that it allows those teams to be able to get in without that. I mean, I know we've talked about it, but they're not going to get in with a six. I do hope that they don't just look at it and put in a bunch of SEC schools. Like, if you are expanding it, I – I mean, I think there are SEC schools that should be let in. Right. Like, if it's two or three, but, like, come on, let's let in – if you're a conference champion, you should be in. Be in, yeah. But where do you you draw the – Pac-12, if you're eight and four and you win the Pac-12, you should have a seat. Yeah. In the playoff. That's true. It's just like in college basketball. Everyone Mm -hmm. should get the chance to do it. Right. So yeah, no. Maybe not the full field of sixty-five yeah, or whatever need, they do. God, that'd be so. That'd be so sick. I, it would be hard. Something to, smaller than sixteen. Sixteen would be too much. I think I twelve think is eight, the cap. Yeah, eight feels good. If you want to do a, uh, six, works. But but I think, think about eight. how long bowl season is. That means we would get games that like actually matter earlier mm-hmm. in bowl season. Yep. We'd also probably get more shitty bowls. So. Yeah. But who knows? Who cares? Right, I mean, guys. we survived last year, and they were That's letting true. everyone in. Yeah, right. Um, it's like a club in Joplin. They let everybody in. <laughs> Let's answer some questions. Yeah, How about that? Uh, you can to. always send them in hashtag paging two guys or hashtag just the tip. And our first question uh, from Jake Stillwell. This was a just the tip question. Mello, I'm going to throw this one at you first. Where should he grab a much needed beer and food tomorrow following a seven hour drive to Joplin for the Mike Up Golf Tournament? So tomorrow would be today for our listeners. Friday. 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 Uh, so, Jake, on your seven hour drive, if you're listening to this, and you better uh, be if you have a seven-hour drive. Right. I would check out Chaos Brewing Company Friday night. Yep. See what's happening there. Check it out. Get some locally brewed beers. Yeah, because people ask all the time, like, oh, where do you like where do you like to drink? Uh, we do have a local brewery that's very good. And they actually, I saw today, they're re-releasing some of their, like, favorites. Uh, they have a big weekend. So, honestly. Are we going there tonight? Yes. Yeah, we are. So, good probably being there a decent amount this weekend. They have great, great local beers and... Uh, a good setup, really and good a setup. big space too. Yep. So even if uh, you're concerned, you still want to social distance, right? Not vaccinated, whatever. It's a big space too. Yep. And they brew it right there. The yeah. return of their, it's called their Chaos Beer. It's a, a tropical pale ale. Mm-hmm. So that also, uh, Blackstone Gastro Pub is is a little bit from downtown, but really good food, really good beers. I'm not from here, so I don't have an answer. But we all are fully vaccinated, so if you want to come say hi. Feel Absolutely, we wouldn't be throwing a massive golf tournament. I'll if hug we you now. Yeah. I don't care. 
<laughs> get out. We're yeah. all fully vaxxed, gang, gang, according to the CDC. Right? Yeah. I got my card. I'll show it. Yeah. I got my passport. I'm good. Um, Joplin has an underrated food scene, though. Just stay local. All right. Really I'm gonna do. we're I'm gonna do a review next episode. Okay. Of that, that'll be part of this segment. Don't ruin any local sponsors, for please. Us. Yeah. Please <laughs> you gotta tell me what sponsors the radio right? show, so Just I don't trash the chain. I mean, if it's anything like Joe's, I mean, the bar is very high. I mean, I'm not yeah, counting so, on barbecue. No, we don't have anything like that. Joe's is like legit my favorite place. I love. If they want to sponsor if they want to sponsor this podcast, like please do because I love Joe's and I wouldn't be just saying that. I want it to actually happen. Yeah, we need to get Joe's and Honey Fire like bidding at each other. Oh, right. Because those they're are different. the two best barbecue spots. Yeah, but they're they very, are different. very different. Both amazing. We got to take Paige to Nashville. Yeah, which is happening. Um, speaking of food, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm starving. But um, f- your guys' favorite fry condiment? Yeah, I had a tweet the other night that I don't actually like French fries, but I eat them if I have a good dip. So I only eat fries as like the transportation mechanism to the dip. So, so like ranch or garlic aioli or you don't whatever. want to just dip your finger in there. Yeah. So you're like, I yep, want to look exactly. like an adult. So, I right. need a French fry, which is kind of how I feel about most things. You know, it's like most you don't things dip for your me. Finger in there? Yeah, I don't put my yeah. finger in them. <laughs> oh right? my god! So, you guys. but really, like fries are more of a way for me to eat the dip. So fun fact, actually, I did not eat French fries until I was ten years old. Ten. Yeah, because I just didn't – I didn't want them. I didn't like them. My mom – like, my aunt took me to McDonald's, and I ordered um, – like, You were definitely the apple slice kid. That yeah, I had, like, the milk and I a burger, and I didn't want fries. And she was like, what's wrong with your daughter? She didn't want fries. And I didn't eat – I literally did not eat them. My daughters had a bad experience with McDonald's fries, and, like, they were undercooked. I just didn't have any And fries. so they won't go to McDonald's. And I want to tell them, like, hey, eventually, in like 10 years, you're going to be hungover. You're, you're going to need, need some McDonald's it. fries right. in your life. You better figure out how to eat them now. But they won't. They refuse to go there. They will, We can only go to McDonald's for breakfast. Oh, God. We were That's talking it. to someone last week who had never been hungover <laughs> before. And he was really, like, feeling it. He was like, I, it was terrible. And I was like, okay, well, now you know. Uh, two ibuprofen, McDonald's fries, and a body armor. You're, that's it. That's the trick. That's the tweet. It's stupid what McDonald's fries will do for a hangover. It I should concern you about that, eating them but... normally. Yeah. Like, right. just on it. I'm just going to grab some fries. Like, I don't need a prescription to eat this <laughs> or, or anything um, like that. Right. Or a shot, another vaccine. Um, right. But what is your guys' favorite fry condiment? Um, Mellow. Sorry, I should have picked ketchup. one of you. I, I like ketchup I more than. I think ketchup is such a, like, it's too Basic. sweet for me. <laughs> it, yeah, it's so Ooh, like, oh, wait. ketchup. Oh, okay, how about this one? I'll get creative. Uh, Frosty from Wendy's. Yo, oh, that's good. Okay, that's that's legit right there. <laughs> We're proud of you for and that. I've won. Yeah, I, uh, that's good. Mine's Chipotle mayo. Okay. I like a little kick. Do you have to get that from a certain place? No. I don't think I've had it. Yeah, although, what did my... We stopped uh, at a quick trip the other day. We were headed to Arkansas. QD. And... So, obviously, had to get a taquito. And my girlfriend got, because, like, the cool thing about QT is. Your fiance is fine. Fiance, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at Matt and I was like, ring, ring. The thing about Quick Trip is they have, like, great condiments. And so she starts making her own. She was making, like, a a sriracha ranch. Yeah. Like Step Brothers? Right. (laughs) It was delicious. So, sriracha ranch might be up there for me. Yeah. I am yellow mustard all the way. My group chat actually had, like, a very intense discussion about this. Yeah. Um, 
And last was this night, Wednesday night? Yeah, time last else. night. Well, no, it was a few nights before that. But last night they had like the mustard ketchup and relish races on the big screen. Oh, yeah. And guess what? Mustard won. I sent them a video of it because it always should. I th- this is I a very California thing. Mellow, they call it yellow mustard and yellow cheese. You know, we call it like nacho cheese. No, and I call mustard. It, oh, I call it nacho cheese. I okay. call it nacho cheese. I thought you meant like American cheese. I was like, I call it American. I don't call it yellow cheese. You did say yellow mustard, though. No, yeah. yellow mustard. Because As opposed there's, there's to like brown or Dijon, Dijon. Honey. Like grape upon is delicious. But yeah. Easy, or, Obama. You remember when he said that that was his favorite <laughs> condiment? And people were like, what an elitist. Like, oh, the <laughs> grape upon? Right? I, I don't remember that. Shit's amazing. Hilarious. I just remember <laughs> the Wayne's World. <laughs> right. <laughs> is that the do you have some grape upon? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a commercial, but yeah. But um, yeah, no, yellow mustard specifically. Because there's like... You guys both do that. Honestly, I thought Matt was crazy for years for doing it. I love (laughs) it. I did. We need a poll because I actually want to know. I'll tweet it out about like if people do really like mustard. Because like I I didn't realize that some... Because like in our group chat, it was two to three. Can you do fries and ranch? Is that acceptable? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. But the ranch, just, the ranch, I'm like very weird with ranch because sometimes they can have a taste that I just don't like. There's a fine line because there's ranch and then there's dressing, like salad dressing. But some places make their own ranch. Yeah, buttermilk. And it's like, yeah, hey, you're really not doing this can well. Can we stop talking about food and get some? Yeah. I'm really hungry. That'd be great. Okay, that's our show. Uh, we'll be back for you Tuesday morning. And I think that's all the announcements we have, right? Yeah. For now. We'll have more later. So we'll keep keep listening to the very end so that you get this information. Right. Also, follow us on Instagram, Two Guys A Girl Pod, because we would like we are going to start posting a lot more there. So keep an eye out for that. We got the summer intern. Hey yo, he may or may not be. And he can reach some, all the things. Yeah, there may be some nepotism going on here, but he may or may not be on this like show. Never. Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say you have your brother, so I'm bringing in mine for the summer. So look out for social media. Things.